everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Scandal Panel. My name is AJ. I'm Ernest. John. I'm Steven. Are you ready to be scandalized? Ooh. Okay. All right. For this week's topic, right, we are talking about Drag Race in particular, especially Drag Race Holland Season 2, Episode 2. Well, I guess how many of you actually caught this week's episode? Well, I called it, yeah. Uh, oh, it, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, kind of think about it, right? Lately, Drag Race Holland, I mean, the Drag Race, uh, so-called the franchise itself, has been featuring a lot of trans contestants. Of course, mm. you know, we have our All-Star 6, we have uh, Kylie Sonic Love, and she's, she's trans. And then, obviously, previously was season 13 with uh, God Mick, is a trans uh, female to male. So, but this time round, we also have a very interesting contestant by the name of Vanessa. Obviously, some of you have watched episode one. And what do you think about transgender uh, contestants for, for Drag Race franchise? Do you think they actually have a bigger advantage over, you know, other contestants? Let me hear your thoughts. Just, just for, well, um, episode one, and she's the one that wore the half moon, right? That yes, that's right. Okay. Yes. To, 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 to the moon. That's what everyone's thinking about. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I have to say that uh, for one, I love Drag Race Holland. Uh, I, I like that it's in a different language and has a, has a different feel, a different culture to it. So, some references that the queens did that the judges just did not get, even though the rest of us, the, the rest of us who know, like, let's say, American, you know, gay movies and such, the references just get to us right straight away. But then somehow the... Uh, it, it was quite lost on the judges last year. So hopefully this year they'll they'll be more tuned in to to what the contestants are trying to do. Yeah. And speaking uh, of which, right? Do you think that Fred, the host of Drag Race Holland, is a lot more polished? <laughs> There's something different about the drag, right? It's like it's well much more polished compared but to. He's still bitchy. One. But still bitchy lah, but funny at still the same bitchy. time. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. Um, I think that uh, it's, it's great that it has come a long way from the early days of Drag Race when Rue used to have she-male and that was taken off because it was very offensive okay, uh, to um, trans people. And then to now, they even changed the intro tune from uh, May the Best Woman Win to The Best Drag Queen Win. So I, I think it has right. progressed and I think that having people who are trans be featured on the show, uh, they have their own set of struggles. So the thing is, because um, like Kylie has shared before, uh, I, be, I believe that Kylie has shared before, um, being someone who is trans and having, uh, I mean, even though people think that having books and all the parts, you know, means that they cut their preparation in half. But actually, they have even more struggle because uh, there's this general stigma from the audience that uh, people who are um, who are transitioned to become female and drag and do drag, they have uh, they, they 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 feel that they have an unfair advantage to the rest of the people who who do drag drag shows. So having them on the show actually goes to prove that the drag community is such a huge spectrum that it doesn't yes. just uh, involve guys dressing up as girls, but it also uh, like 
what God made has uh, proven. It can be um, um, girls who become guys and then after that dress up as girls. And then now we have Kylie, we have, you know, Rebecca, every, everyone. So it's like, it's, uh, it's, it shows that it's, inclusive, uh, it's very inclusive. So I think this is a great thing to go in the direction of. Yeah, speaking of which, I do agree with you at some point, John. Um, I think also the very fact that some people fail to realize that, you know, um, trans, just because you're trans, right, doesn't mean that you have an un, uh, unfair advantage ahead. Like, you know, there's one particular episode whereby one of the contestants, Tabitha, was saying that, you know, it's like, it's especially imagine that you're, participating in a 100 meters swimming relay and then you turn around you see Aquaman in front of you so it was a kind of a funny joke reference but again like you know Ernest coming back to you right we're saying that for trans why some people were uh, having issues whereby they're saying that because for trans women they already have they have so-called enhanced breasts they already have their so-called lip fillers so and they already have their hips uh, widened so in a way that they don't need to spend time putting on their breastplates or stuffing their bras or literally wearing padding on top of that you know especially uh, for, for, for those ladies who did up their face right they're just able to do their makeup so fast compared to other the, the actual boys who need to spend some time so what is your take on that do you think that is considered like an unfair advantage or maybe they have a head start? Okay. Take it from someone that has run beauty contests for both male and female. Yes. If you do miss universe like I have or supermodel of the world, all of them are female. But are you going to say one has an advantage over the other? It's just as difficult. All I'm going to say is as a trance, all right, because you want to be of a certain gender, the advantage is for years, you have already set yourself to be of that body shape. Not just because you have breasts or you have hips, but it's part of life, you already form it. Whereas a lot of the other drags, mm. I want to go out as a male this weekend. See, they have the option. Whereas mm. a trans already is of that. And of course, they don't need to tuck, which is a very big thing, right? Yes, especially the tucking. There's a lot of them the, having the issues. Tucking, they say that, oh, yeah. you don't need to tuck. So then uh, it's like, for us, the guys, to right, we need to spend 20 minutes to tuck. Yeah, so that's like then, giving them a hit. Again, it's still the standard on stage. When it's the standard on stage, your taste, your makeup, your body is just one thing so you see the guys can fake the body but when it's talent and all you can't fake it you either do it or you don't have it right the other thing also is um a lot when i go europe a lot of women do drag because Mm -hmm. drag is not a gender are they going to allow pure women to be in the contest Because drag is not a gender. Drag is a style of personification, the dressing up, putting on wigs. And in Europe, a lot of women do it. I know personally in UK, I've gone to drag shows where women do it. But for such a contest, do you think they will allow women to do it? Like Ernest said, you know, performance ability. And cannot so. 
our experience may not be very good because we have higher testosterone levels. So, you know, we can maybe we have like more strength or more stamina and we can so it kind of last longer. Um, I mean, of course, I'm just uh, jumping to conclusions. Last longer what, Stephen? <laughs> okay. So, no. So basically, my question, will they allow a cis woman to take part in the contest? Because dread is not a gender. Yeah. It's like saying, just because you are a trans doesn't mean you want to do drag. I and think drag is not a gender. So can, will they, do you think they will allow a cis woman to take part in the contest? I think that RuPaul's Drag Race is uh, uniquely positioned as programming for LGBTQ people. Uh, oh, lesbian woman? LGBTQ people. A lesbian woman? Uh, so, so you actually read... Okay. I, I mean, so actually I actually read... Yeah, there's plenty of people for cis women already, you know. So you you tell them that law. You tell the feminists that law. There's already a lot of things for women. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, that's I think, argument, you know. Yeah, sorry. I, I think I cannot say something because I I, be, I do believe that um what RuPaul has also mentioned in, in her tweets, his tweets, mentioning saying that you know uh drag race has always been like you know a fuck you to masculinity, which means that it's all about males is getting rid of their masculinity and dressing up as to embrace their femininity. So that's what the mm. whole show is all about. It's just glamorizing and empowering femininity and stuff like that. So whether it's like, you know, a, a female impersonation or basically it's just to do a comedy act of using female characters. So basically it's just about embodiment of female but just rejecting masculinity. It's just mostly like a big F you. So that's basically, that's the whole idea. So to have cis women to actually join a contest would be kind of like taking away the context of the surprise ability because anyway, women can always dress up anytime and that's why you call pageants, what? beauty pageants. But <laughs> remember how when someone dressed up as Whitney, and they said, the problem is, she didn't do drag with me. She did yes. interview for some show with me. So drag mm. is not dressing up as a woman. Drag is an expression. Yes. Because it noticed that a lot of the times, it's not about how fishy the queens uh, are. Yeah. You know, how, you know how, how womanly they, they look. But like uh, how they express themselves. I mean, in a lot of cases, you can see even with the the, the spin-off shows like Drag You or uh, yes. Drag Mississippi, you know, where they where they drag up women and it's oh like, the drag celebrities, right? Remember that we, yeah, yeah, it's before, like a yeah, the three celebrities, yeah, yeah, it's a Vanessa Williams. Level. I yeah, remember the episode. That was honestly, yeah, the kimchi looked like a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's why I was saying I was agreeing with Ernest that drag is like an expression. It's yeah. a level of expression. So it's like a different level. So like what Ernest was saying about uh how Whitney Houston when they did it, it should be a drag version of like recently Pandora did um uh oh Text in the City. The, yeah, Text in the like, yeah. Kim Katra. Yeah, Kim Katra. It should be a drag version of Kim Katra. So could you yeah. Which is why when I see like uh, when I see Kylie's Kylie Sonic, you know, it, it, with her, it's very clear. There's a very clear difference when she's out of drag and when she's in drag. 
you know yeah. so 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 even though she she presents fully as a woman out of drag you know when she's in drag you can see that the, the it's a it's a it's a big difference the hair yeah. color the makeup is a lot more intense the costuming exactly yeah. yeah so in the end of the day right drag is not just about enhancing your womanhood it's really yeah. about as what rupaul has mentioned your c-u-n-t your charisma mm. uniqueness nerves and talent mm. that's really what it matters because yeah. ultimately on the day right you can be a trans woman but if you don't show up any of these four qualities there's only so far you can make for that being yeah. said right uh, moving on to the next topic of uh, trance itself let's talk about kylie sonic love especially what steven mentioned about uh kylie right do you think that she was actually was in danger this week? Basically, when she was like almost, it wasn't the fact that if they were all of them were at the bottom, if you're not the top, you're the bottom. So Raja, we all know that Raja won. So literally, like uh, uh, the four of them, the rest of the four were in the bottom. So, but do you think that if the, the four is not in the bottom, do you think Kali Sonic Love would have been the bottom too? Can I ask? Uh, I can't remember what she wore. Hold on. She wore the witch. What was it? I liked it. I love the dress. I like it. I like it. I liked it. A lot of personality. Okay. Uh. Honestly, I just want to say something. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. But the who is the one who won? Uh, Raja. Raja, right? I couldn't I understand a word he was saying. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Really? It was um, a, I don't know he was trying to rap thing or what, but I couldn't understand, you know, what yeah. I was saying. Honestly, and, but for me, I get it. I get it because basically why Michelle and um, what's his name, Ross Matthews, right? Actually find that the whole entire delivery of the description of his drag thoughts is actually got a sense of rhythm. So RuPaul kind of felt that, you know, it gives a kind of a sense of rhythm. It's almost a like rapping. Again, maybe some of us might not be able to grasp it, but I think Raja kind of like, and the very fact that she listened to RuPaul and mm-hmm. changed her name, which also maybe that could be a gimmick that what got her to win. Wait, I mean, let's be yeah. honest, her dread was actually fantastic this way. I like Who was the one that did the cat catwalk? The first one? Trinity, oh, KB. You know what I'm very surprised that no one mentioned? I wish she wore heels. She wore heels? I wish she wore heels. She wasn't wearing heels. You are a cat. Uh, you are teaching drag a uh, catwalk. You are where uh, you know what I mean? She wasn't wearing heels. Oh, actually, I didn't notice that. Thanks for pointing it out. Really, you I didn't notice that. Teaching catwalk and you don't wear tail. heels. You, right. you know, you're teaching catwalk and you don't wear heels. Fair well, enough, yeah. Very yeah. But to be honest with you, I don't find TKB's drag mm. stand out this yeah. week. I mean, yeah, she did a very nice job for like recreating from scratch. But, you know, Kat, I think, you know, as it has been done, I think I've seen it before, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. no heels. I, I have to say that the ones that I, that I like the most are Kylie's and Ginger's, actually. Speaking uh, of which, right? If uh, Eureka mentioned that Ginger's was actually the weakest because basically her drag is very basic. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think, but I, I can't, I, but one thing what Ginger stands out is because her description of her, of her, yeah. what was yeah. her, what was her drag thought's name again? 
Tyra Bell, is it? Tyra Bell. Tyra Bell, right. Ah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. And the very yeah, good money is just... Tyra Bell. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why got her to be safe, you know, that kind of stuff. Because her drag was actually quite basic. It wasn't stand out. Um, that's what Eureka's thought. Lah. I mean, I, I can tend to agree with her. But speaking of Eureka, do you think she kind of lacked the... You know, I thought that this her makeup this week was amazing, actually. Like, and, and I it, totally it agree. so well with the fabric. I find that she actually really got eyelashes and eyeliners, which the previous uh, Maxi challenge, right? She never even put eyeliner at all, which I'm wondering why. And her image, uh, this year as the witch, right? Can you imagine yeah. it as a cute little fat doll? I can. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I yeah, can. Yeah. Because do you see I the can... others that came to judge? I yes. can imagine Eureka's with the pointed because she broke the shape already. So she's the Correct. pointed hat and then that, that scroll thing and then yeah, yeah. you know as a fat witch. I think yes. it's so wonderful as a little doll, you know, as a she gave me the like the snow white evil yes, queen. Yes, I think it was very right. good. And then it was simple, it's nice. Yeah. Actually, she's kind of nice. Actually, I, 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 people say that her drag was very, very simplified. I, I'm not saying that I totally no. disagree, but I find that it's very simple because I feel the simplicity and I really respected Eureka's drag this season because she got the simplicity look, which is like compared to previous seasons, right? Her drag was so out of the way, like complicated, but she literally simplified and she actually embraced the whole persona of less is more. And I kind of like, and I look at the, the whole queen outfit, I really want to squeeze her. She's like so cuddly, like a teddy bear. <laughs> I want to squeeze her to bed. If you ask me, the weakest yeah. was the TKB. I, I, TKB, yeah. I didn't like the, yeah. the cat. The cat. First of all, not only the heels, but don't forget, everyone was a human character. Was she supposed to be a human character or an animal? I didn't know. Right. It was very confusing. Don't forget, yeah. this is for the cartoon. Are you going to make a human that dresses up like a cat? Or are you going to make a cat character? Again, she was very true, confusing true, true. with her yeah. character. So, speaking of which, so in your opinions, right, I think the bottom two should have been maybe Eureka and TKB, right? So... No? I didn't like the I put your bottom two. I actually. didn't like the... Like oh, one. really? Okay. Again, as an oh. artist, huh? I yeah. I don't if I want to make them all into dolls, you know that's what I do. That's I mean, true. Dolls, huh? The cat and the winner. Because you know yeah. why? Her colors were very muted. Oh. Alright. Yeah. I like the purples though. But I have an issue. Okay, the reason why she put those eyes, right? I'm so sorry for those of you who are watching this, right? For those of you who are tripophobia, uh, you will know what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh my god, when I look at those eyes, I, my skin was crawling. I'm like, oh my god, I really want to close my eyes and look. But other than that, I actually love the purple makeup. Her makeup was impeccable. I like her wig. I mean, you know, I can see where her, her concept goes, but yeah, I, I, I can see where you feel that it's muted. But like, the so shape I, I, was of a sexy woman. That's it, you see. The mm. shape was of a sexy woman. That's it. Yeah. Or maybe it's also another judge's uh, way of trying to make her the winner so that they want to get from Eureka for some and, drama. And don't forget, nah, if you make her into a doll, you know all this is about merchandising, right? Correct, Basically, yes. she's going to look like a, a doll who has With a, a lot of eyes. 
I know. Did you agree? Oh my god, like all the eyes when she was okay, when she was getting to dress for her lip sync, right? And then she was putting the lip sync. Then I saw all the eyes on the glove. I literally, I don't know. I'm, if anyone out there can agree with me, leave your comments down below. Seriously, those eyes are giving me the creeps. I'm like, I'm having, I'm feeling my skin is crawling. It's not like that one taste or what. Like, it's not like little. It's basically going to look like, oh dear, this girl has a disease. She's breaking out in hives <laughs> or she has pimple on her arms. You know, she has very bad yes, acne yes, problem. Yes. If you're going to make it into a doll, that's it. <laughs> And then imagine the, all the kids will be so frightened, right? Yeah. You see all the eyes. It's actually quite gross, you know, seriously. You just imagine that like, you're watching some alien movie, then you have all the eyes. Come on, doesn't that give you the creeps? Like, Especially the most, in Singapore, they the say most... very, very chak-chak, right? Very, what do you call it? What, what? Very, <laughs> Not chak-chak, very yeah, but it's like, ugh, like you know, imagine like, all the holes in your in your, in your palms. <laughs> it's like, it's quite gross. Yes. Like, you feel... Jonathan, yeah. there's a horror movie coming out like that, where she will you know, just grow holes in her arms. I'm thinking of tripophobia, right? It's, like, it's just like the same thing as you look at those those lotus seats with the holes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I think that one is literally... <laughs> that's that's horror. That's horror movie. I've got a um, friend who has uh, tripophobia. He can't look at the sponge. Okay, uh, maybe self-confessional right now. I have tripophobia. So. You're so please don't send me any tripophobia out there. You've been warned. I'm going to send something on our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, I mean, tripophobia has literally has been linked to, you know, the, of the current pandemic disease that we are experiencing wow. at the moment. And speaking of which, right, it's like this whole thing, this whole, you know, um, restrictions and stuff like that has been getting quite a lot of you know, frustrations and listlessness among people around the world, especially as such, right? How many of you have actually actually gone through with your social media? If you have seen like people are partying right now, they're involved in the clubs, they're shirtless and they're partying right now, they're in enclosed spaces without wearing masks. I do not know how dangerous it is because I've asked a few friends and then some of them actually said, it's okay, as long as we're vaccinated, we are okay, we are safe. But how safe can you be? Because right now, I know of so many cases whereby people are, are COVID positive even after they're vaccinated. So what is your take on that? Okay, wait. They are COVID positive and sick? Or just COVID After positive. they're vaccinated? Yeah. No, it's been proven that you still can get it. But they yes. say when you get it and you're vaccinated, it's not fatal. That's what they say. Although it's been proven wrong. All right. So the Mm -hmm. thing is that are they vaccinated and positive and no, everything is okay? Or are they uh, vaccinated, positive, and (gasps) still having the side effects? Some, some of them. Uh, Some of them actually like they experience symptoms even after vaccination. Then um, they went to see a doctor, then after that, they were they were tested positive. One such case of this Malaysian uh, celebrity, mm-hmm. uh, I cannot remember her name, but we can say it out loud later on, or I will definitely put it on the text, <laughs> the screen mm-hmm. above. It's literally, she was like, um, she has symptoms. And then the next thing she knows that she was suffering from some heavy symptoms after vaccination, yeah. right? And then discovered her second test came up positive and the next day she died, which yeah. was very, very crazy. And that obviously sent a lot of anti-vaxxers into a frenzy because they say, you see, 
Yeah, the theories have been proven right. Been so proven right. The end, there was a so minister who died also, right? There was a minister in Malaysia who died after this conference, and then he, oh, he got sick, and then he died. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, as you all know, I have to cancel my trip to uh, UK next month for my graduation. Mm -hmm. But you look at UK; there are no restrictions. The football matches, everyone is yeah, 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 together. Everything is together. And my graduation will be held in the stadium. Every so it's very confusing. And in states, a lot of in US, a lot of the states have no like the where's the party in Miami, right? Is the party in Miami? In uh, Chicago as well. Chicago, Chicago and, so, New York. You know, yeah. all our friends. It's very frustrating. York, you know, it's frustrating, but then I hear reports of people getting sick still rising. So it depends on what the news wants to sort of like publicize. So if that's the case, right, why aren't the government or are there restrictions from allowing this event, you know, or parties or whatever thing to continue? Because it's such a case, if this is such a case, then shouldn't be the so-called, the government or the mayors or whatever the... Because, because a lot of countries don't run the, their country like the way our government does. Which one yeah. gives fines? Which one sends Obviously you la. to jail? Which one, which country doesn't have human rights? But I also don't feel like I need to hold myself back, you know, in, in order to accommodate those, those people who decide not to, not to do so. Yeah, of course, then I am also taking the risk myself. I'm also, uh, I'm also taking the risk of having some, some unknown long-term consequences or having some like, heart disease or like risk getting being magnetic or having some microchip injected into my bloodstream you know i'm taking that risk myself but uh, that's something that i'm willing to take and of course then i feel that i should deserve the rewards that come along with it yeah that's my okay. thoughts three three points i want to make okay number one being like even singer we are all into like you, AJ, you know and even jonathan if they think that the vaccine is so good why do you have to take the vaccine and then still wear the mask? Right? Wait, wait, wait. One. Number two, okay? Do you know I have family members who have cancer and therefore cannot take the jab? Mm -hmm. I have an elderly mother who is on a breathing machine and a heart can't take the, the, the vaccine, right? So that's fully understandable. Yes, you know, yes. if you can't take the vaccine because so of the I have the vaccine. And if you are telling me that because of the vaccine, my symptoms won't show so much, uh, I'm more worried that I am a silent carrier. Sometimes I wish uh, that if I got the C word, uh, that I had the symptoms and I know, and I won't go and visit my mom, I won't go and visit my sister. Now I'm scared that if I get it, I don't know, and I go and meet them and pass it to them. So well, this is the note of when you have the vaccine and you don't know. And don't ask me to take my art test every day because it's ridiculous. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, for example, if you're in an office, someone starts sneezing, coughing, have fever. Oh, you're sick, go home. At least you know when someone is sick. I want to know when I'm sick. I don't want to know that I am a silent carrier. 
You understand? Oh, totally understandable. And that's where I, I totally agree with you on this, which is why our government has recently came out with the ruling for those people who are unvaccinated to go for the ART test. So that being said, also, I have a friend whom I'm supposed to meet for coffee today. But unfortunately, due to the fact that he has not got his second vaccine right so mm. i'm not allowed to uh patronize like you know air conditioned place even food courts yeah, right now are holding these restrictions and they are also given those people who are not fully vaccinated to produce a slip that is not just from the art test it's actually from the doctor's recommendation taken within 12 hours which you have to pay 20 dollars for per test in order for you to able to enter the premises which is, means that you have to pay $20. So for those people who are unvaccinated, this is the so-called inconvenience you guys have to go through. As an awareness out there, this is not the fact that, you know, for those people who are vaccinated, then we have to take the, the, the test whatsoever. But for those people, even right now, um, in my working place as well, there are uh, one particular individual who's supposed to do the filming shoot. Um, he's not going to take the vaccinator for personal reason. He and his family do not believe in the vaccine. But the inconvenience that he has to go through is to take the art test wherever he comes for shoot. So that's on his, the onus on, on his. It's not about us anymore. For those of us, we take the vaccine. That is how we're just going to go through life as normal. Even though we, if we got it, we don't show symptoms. That's how it is. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, there's an incubation period. If touch wood, I caught it yesterday. I take the mm. test today, uh, I will be negative, you know? Yeah. But I'm a carrier. I, I got it. You I see the I... problem with that? It's not that yeah, I catch it straight away, I will be shown as a positive. So I can take, how many of them uh, discover they are positive only during the stay-home notice? That means they come back, they have taken the test, everything is Negative, 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 and then exactly. incubation period. So what? Yeah. You cannot take it every 12 hours. Ma. You cannot take the art test every day. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Just like this is the reason why when uh, I have these cases of this friend who literally went to Mexico, right? Did not even take the test, but then when he was in Mexico for two weeks and he came back from Mexico and then after that, uh, he got the fever symptoms and then on Monday he was... Yeah. You know, he discovered that he was COVID positive. And then the doctor that he went to see, right, to telling him, say that, oh, as long as he's been quarantined for 10 days, he does not have to go to work. But then after 10 days, if he doesn't show any symptoms, he can go back to work. I'm thinking, wait a minute, why could you go back to work or go back to school? If let's say after 10 days, you show no symptoms, means everything's okay. That's, that's, that's totally misinformation. Yeah. I question the US, what kind of CDC are you? Like literally, you're not being consistent and the whole entire controversy of, you know, I'm sure you've heard in the news, right? Government Como has the scandal of actually sending thousands to nursing homes who are COVID positive and he's trying to cover himself. Apart from the fact that he's now being forced to resign due to the scandal of him sexually harassing women, that's another issue. But a lot of people are more angry with him for the fact of actually sending you know, COVID-positive patient to nursing homes and and thus, and thinking, saying that, oh, as long as they don't show symptoms, right, it's not going to matter. So all this misinformation is so misleading. It's very heartbreaking to hear this, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. There's this still miscommunication and misinformation about the third jab. Who, who took Pfizer? Me? Who took Me. Pfizer? Pfizer, you? No. Yours is yeah. Moderna? Moderna. 
As a gentleman of a certain age, Pfizer is the only option. Let's just okay. So you know now, uh, is it is it is Pfizer the only option? I, I don't mine know. For me, it doesn't make a difference because my, I took Moderna. Oh, because mine was at Polyclinic, so uh, AM Amokyo Polyclinic was just giving that you couldn't choose. All I'm saying yeah. is that now they're saying that Pfizer, you need a third jab. But the thing is that they said now they realize the, the vaccine only lasts a few months, so you have to do a booster one. Then they started asking, can you switch brands? Do you know the, the, the specialists uh, are still debating on, do you have to take the same one or can you switch brands? Because if I were to think about my side effect, which I had, uh, I hated it. One week of throwing up, you know, one week of throwing up and being useless yeah. is terrible. I, I have to say I barely experienced any side effects. Yeah. I, I, I had a bit of a side effect. Mine's just mostly running nose and sniffles and stuff like that. I have a little bit of temperature, but there's nothing much. I just take like, you know, Panadols is what the doctor has prescribed. Yeah. So, I had a slight yeah, flu that day and the night was awful. And then when I checked, I and when I checked with the doctors about my side effect, uh, I hate it because all of them said, oh, it's good. That means it's working and all that. I said, fuck working because I hate feeling so bad. Mm. Fuck this shit. What? It's working. Mm. So is this supposed to be normal for people that take the yeah. vaccine that to feel like shit? Well, well, what I did was that I, I took extra vitamins. So like the supplements that I take every day, right? I took extra. I, yeah, and and I, I feel that that may be what made the difference for me. Yeah, because you have to increase your immunity, you know, to fight the new virus. No, but they say that if you feel like shit for the side effects, huh, it's a good sign. You go and ask around. They say it's a good sign. They say your body, that means it's healthy and it's a, it's it's a fighting for your body. That's why I said I got very confused. It's a good thing that I feel like shit. And then the doctor kept quiet. Would you, would you treat it as an opportunity to lose weight, maybe? <laughs> <Just go. laughs> Not really. Yeah. Yeah. I think those symptoms are probably just voluntary, <laughs> right? No, no, seriously, it was like... Also, no, it's the well, right is good for weight loss. <laughs> no. It's proven. Tell that to Karen. Okay, anyway. Karen. This shouldn't be your badge? but it's proven to be effective. No, nah. I rather the other. You don't have thing. a badge. Why are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, on the on the note, right? Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure, and uh, we had a fabulous time. And despite no matter what we're living in this uh, turmoil times, we can just hope and pray, and hopefully that this thing will bypass as quickly as possible. And for those of you out there, you know, do try to stay safe. If you're not vaccinated, do wear your mask and take the test as much as you can. So that's all we have for you today, and we really appreciate you. Uh, this time for spending time with us. We hope to see you again next week. And this time, don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And if there's any special topics that you want discussed, please put it down as well. So from all of us at Scandal Panel, we wish you a great week ahead. And remember, always stay scandalized. Bye. Bye. Bye.